certainly a privilege to be elected as mayor, and I'm uh, very thankful to all of my colleagues for unanimously placing their confidence and trust in me by electing me as mayor. Uh, To be chosen as mayor is is a unique honour, and as I said at the meeting, all my political life, since I first became involved in socialist politics as a teenager back in the late 60s, it's been my goal to make Sligo a better place to live in and to improve the quality of life for its citizens. And I, I look forward with anticipation to the next 12 months, where I hope as mayor I'll have the opportunity, along with all of my council colleagues, of influencing the, the direction Sligo takes in the years ahead. And, and, and you know, I emphasise the word influence, Ronan, because the fact of the matter is that Ireland has the weakest system of local government in Europe. All of us as councillors who are at the cold face of local government certainly recognise its shortcomings and indeed recognise the need for significant and fundamental change. Uh, The impact of the Local Government Act of 2014, which not only reduced the number of elected councillors, but which also saw the abolition of urban local authorities, has had a profound effect on on local government in Sligo and in, in, in Ireland as a whole. And You know, at a time when other EU states were confirming that urban and town councils were at the heart of local government and a critical element within any country's democratic system, Ireland removed the whole tier of local democracy, the most accessible level of our local government system, without any reference to the people. So, thankfully, politicians of all persuasions are now beginning to seriously question the wisdom of the abolition of such councils. And, you know, they accept the fact that policies which promote centralism over local democracy don't serve the country well. There's a lot of challenges. Uh, and, and we have a huge number of strengths in Sligo, but apart from our many strengths, there are a number of significant constraints hindering our development. Availability of housing and accessibility by road and rail are the key barriers in attracting people to live and work in Sligo. Now, if Sligo is to develop, we must work to address the current housing crisis, including the provision of local authority housing and the lack of available private residential developments you know, to meet current and future needs. There are currently in excess of 1,400 households on the council's housing waiting list, while house prices in the private sector continue to soar beyond the reach of ordinary workers and families. Now, councils have a long tradition of building good quality public housing. In the year I was first elected to local government, councillors delivered almost 9,000 new homes, which was a third of all housing delivered in Ireland that year. However, over the years, funding for council housing was reduced by central government and the role of private developers expanded. And by 2015, the output of council housing had fallen drastically. There was just 75 houses being built nationwide at at that particular time. And as the numbers collapsed, housing waiting lists surged and they have continued to rise year after year. So, you know, the illogical decision to rely on the private market to deliver housing is illustrated, I think, day after day.